Hello, and welcome to Some of the Answers with Jen and Jamie. This is the official podcast of Third Eye Family Solutions, where we help you find a new perspective that will empower you to live a life of your dreams. Each week, we explore topics that are designed to help you face the challenges that come with life. We don't have all of the answers, but we do have some of them. So join us as we share our thoughts, ideas, and advice to bring your ideal self into focus. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode nine of Some of the Answers. This is Dr. Jen. I'll be recording alone today due to the social distancing that we're all experiencing. Um, I had planned to record today, and, and I still will talk about this, but just a little background first. The uh, plan for today had been to talk about how we can create stability in these unstable times. You know, many of us are working from home, myself included. Um, schools are closed, so a lot of us have children at home, and we're having to figure out either how to work from home and deal with kids, or we're just not able to work because children are home, or we're trying to find care for them. Um, just so many events and things have been canceled, and it's really giving a sense of instability to people. All of our normal routines are just kind of out the door at the moment. Um, so that was my, my thinking as I'd been uh, preparing to record today. And ironically, um, like many of you, if you're in the Salt Lake Valley, this morning I was woken up by an earthquake. So I was in bed asleep and uh, woke up to what I first thought was the wind rattling the windows, as it sometimes does, and within a few seconds realized that that was actually the entire house moving, Um, and I'm not sure exactly how lasted. It it felt like it lasted for an an eternity, but I know it wasn't. Um, It was a 5.7 earthquake, and then we also had aftershocks um, all morning since then. The biggest one that they've measured was a 4.4, so there's been multiple times where I've been, you know, standing blow-drying my hair in the bathroom, and the bathroom started to move, so I sort of grabbed onto the wall for a second. Um, So I think it was just a really ironic message from the universe in a certain way, right? Here I am going, okay, we can create stability. We can do this. And the earth literally shakes things up and says, ha no, you can't. Um, and there's, you know, obviously there's some, we can create some stability, right? We have power over a lot of things in our lives. And then there's those places where we don't. So there is nothing that I or any of you could have done to have there not be an earthquake this morning. And I think that's just a really... Um, beautiful message from the universe to say, look, yeah, sometimes you can control things. Sometimes you can create stability. Sometimes you can put structures in place. Sometimes you can have safety. And there's other times where it's just out of your control and you got to roll with the punches. So all that being said, um, it was a shocking morning. I said to my husband, I'm really glad that happened at 7 a.m. and not like 2 or 3 because I was wide awake after that. Um, And I'm somebody who really needs my sleep. So had it actually woken me up at 3 or 4 a.m., I'd probably be really cranky right now. And um, so that, that was one of the little blessings I found in it all. All right, so just a few different messages. You know, a lot of our clients, as I said, and ourselves as well, are finding um, just a lot of challenges in the state of the world right now. So, you know, we have this virus. Obviously, everyone's aware of it. Um, 
we have these protocols around what we're calling social distancing, right? Keeping ourselves out of large crowds and staying away from people and doing everything we can to um, avoid the rapid spread of the disease. And I just want to address one thing about the virus, and then that's really going to be all I say specifically about it. I've had so many people say, oh yeah, but the flu is more deadly. The flu kills more people, you know, and they're right. It's, that's absolutely statistically true. The point of things being shut down right now isn't, oh my God, we're all going to die. The point is, can we responsibly lower the rate of contagion such that we do not overwhelm our healthcare systems? You know, when you look at things like what's been happening in Italy, um, they have been unable to care for everyone who needs care. And that is why their death rate has been so high. So the more that we can do to responsibly maintain distance and slow the rate of infection, the less likely we are to have that kind of scenario here. All right, so what about creating structure and creating stability right now in the midst of all of this? And obviously everyone's um, circumstances will be a little bit different. And so not everything I'm gonna say will apply to you specifically, and that's fine. Take what works for you and uh, move on, right? <laughs> Those things that don't apply to you, just let them go and move on to the next tip. So let's start first of all with uh, working from home. Some people have a lot of experience with that. Maybe you work from home on a regular basis or you've done it in the past and it's not such a big transition, but for a lot of people it can be a really big transition. So a couple of tips for working from home. Number one, set yourself a schedule and stick to it. It's really easy to get distracted by things like oh, but there's dirty dishes, or I need to switch the laundry, or, oh, I could go plant the garden today, it's a nice day, or whatever those things are. Um, but if you set yourself a schedule and keep to it and use those hours and times for work and nothing else, you will be much more likely to um, accomplish everything that you need to accomplish. And so that might be saying, okay, well, I'm gonna work from nine to noon, you know, take a breath to go to the break to go to the bathroom or to, you know, get up for water or stretch your body so you're not sitting for three hours at a computer, right? But uh, really don't do anything else in those three hours. Have those three hours be work and work alone. So if you get a text from a friend, you do not answer it until noon. And if you, you know, have laundry to switch, you switch it at noon. Uh, whatever those things are, but really keeping with that. And it can be hard to do. I totally understand that that can be, you know, how to do that is more difficult. But if you keep some rigor around it, you'll be more likely to be effective. So that's one thing is setting that schedule. Um, another thing is to find some ways to stay in contact with work. So that could be through emails, it could be through text, um, it might be through video conferencing, you know, whether you're using Zoom or Google Hangouts or whatever that is. It's keeping in communication with those people that you would normally be in communication with on a work day. It can feel really isolating to work from home, especially if your job involves just sitting behind a computer. So the more that you can stay in touch with those people, the more likely you are to one, feel more connected to your work, but two, not have that experience of isolation. And a third thing, a third tip for working at home is that sometimes people kind of go the other direction 
Um, we're, you know, I'm at home, so I'm checking my work email all the time, or I, you know, was going to watch a movie tonight with my partner, but instead I'm going to go down and work some more so I can get more done. Don't do that either. So the work hours are work hours and the rest of the hours are for you and your family and your partner and, you know, other things that you engage in. So having those clear boundaries is really what I'm saying. Have a boundary around when I'm working and when I'm not working. Work when you're working and don't work when you're not working. It sounds simple. I know it's harder in practice than it is in theory, but those are just a couple quick things that will help with working from home. So a second thing is for those of you who have children who are at home, right, who would normally be at school during those hours. So first I wanna talk a little bit about, about the kids themselves. Um, I have experience, you know, I'm, a, I'm an educator, I'm a licensed educator, and I've, I've taught public school, I've taught private school, I teach I work at an alternative school, so I have a lot of experience, and I've also homeschooled and unschooled my children for various points of time. There's been a lot of um, little schedules, you know, little memes of schedules on social media to just kind of recreate this, the experience of school at home while your children are home. My advice is don't do that. First of all, you're not a school teacher and it's not your job to be a school teacher unless you are, in which case ignore this part, right? Um, but second of all, that's really just not what our children need right now. You know, a lot of them are feeling a lot of big emotions. They're feeling scared, they're feeling worried, they're feeling nervous, they're feeling anxious. Um, their routines have just been thrown off. And what they need from us more than anything is they need connection. And the best way to do that is to, you know, if your child has schoolwork that they need to do, great. Set some time aside each day to do that. Just like you schedule your work time, set some time aside to do schoolwork. And it might be that you need an hour or two hours, depending on the age of your child, to make that happen. Um, but please don't try to create recreate a six-hour school day for your children. You know, this is a time where we can play, we can do puzzles, we can, you know, watch documentaries and YouTube videos about things that we're interested in, um, go for walks, right? It's perfectly safe to be outside. Go to the park, but not, I would recommend not the playground. No one's sanitizing playground equipment, um, but you can always walk at the park and ride a bike at the park. Ride a bike around your neighborhood, right? Just walk outside and listen to the trees and all, you know, all those things that we can do. And give your child that time with you. They need that more than they need you know, 45 minutes of a math lesson. Um, not to mention that the stress that that puts on you is really big, right? So unless you're an experienced homeschooler who already works through a curriculum with your children, that's an enormous amount of new responsibility and stress to put on yourself to try to do that. So I'm recommending not doing that. Yes, do whatever is required for your child's school if that needs to be done and allow your family to just spend time together, enjoy each other's company, play, explore, and you know, maybe pick a passion that your child's really interested in and just explore it and play with it and have fun with it for a while, but don't have it be a burden. And then there's the additional challenge of having children at home while you're trying to work from home. If you're balancing both of those things, you have a whole different level of challenge to face. So how do we do that? Well, again, the answer for everyone's going to be a little different, right? 
If you're fortunate to have a co-parent and you're both working from home, you can try to hopefully find some ways to offset your schedules so that one of you is taking care of children while the other one's working and vice versa. Um, if you don't have that, either because you're a single parent or because you're both working at the same time, you know, remember that everyone else is out of school as well. Talk to neighbors. Are there ways that we can balance childcare between our neighbors? Is there a college student that you know who's out of school right now? Is there someone who, for example, works in a restaurant who's out of work right now but is great with kids and can come and be with your children during that time so that you can get work done? And of course, if your children are a little bit older, it's going to be easier. You know, you can do things like say, okay, I need this hour to work and you can have this time for screen time. Or during this hour, I need you to go on your laptop and work on your homework so that you get caught up with your school stuff. Um, it's, it's harder when your children are younger, right? We don't want to leave the four-year-olds unsupervised for too long. Mischief happens and then we have giant messes to clean up when we're done. But finding activities that your children can do near you while you're working is also a great way to balance that. So if you have a child who really likes coloring and they can have coloring books and crayons and work next to you while you're on your computer, that's a great kind of way to do that. So we're all going to have to find our own ways. Um, for myself, I have moved my clients online and during the times when um, I do have an appointment with a client, I'm really clear with my seven-year-old and I say, mommy's got an appointment, I will be in my office for one hour, and after that we're going to fill in the blank with whatever's next, right? So today um, I have an appointment at noon and I will be done at one, and he knows that after we're done we're gonna bake banana bread together. So there's sort of an incentive there for him to give me that space, um, and there's also he then knows we're gonna to get to do something together at the end of that. So even though for an hour he won't have me, he won't have access to me, but at the end of that we're gonna do something fun together and he's more motivated to give me that space while I do need to work. So those are kind of the main things um, about you know working at home and having your children at home as well from school. There's a couple of other things. Um, you know, we are, I'm sure you've, like me, have seen a myriad of events around you get canceled. Um, I have a, a big fundraiser that I work with that's towards the end of March every year that's not happening this year. Um, and you know, there's a little bit of relief there, like, whew, okay, because it's always a lot of stress and a lot of work to get that event put together. But at the same time, there's also disappointment. And there's concern for the organization that it raises funds for. You know, how are we going to make up for this later so that we can continue doing the work we do. Um, but it's also, again, socially isolated, right? I look forward to that time of meeting with that group of people and being able to be out with them and we have a great time, we have food, we have drinks, we have a silent auction, we have people that come and speak at that event and I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss having that experience. So the other thing is to find things that replace those kinds of activities, whatever your version of that is. Uh, just as an example, I have a number of friends who are musicians and their gigs have all been canceled. Uh, bars are closed in Utah now, most restaurants are closed except for delivery and pickup. And so they don't have any place that they can play their music right now. Now, for them, 
first of all, that's a loss of income, and that's a big deal. And second of all, it's a loss of self-expression. And so what several of them have started to do is hold online concerts. They are live streaming on Facebook and playing their music for us. And they have a link where if you'd like to send, you know, essentially a tip to the music musical artist, you can do that. It's not going to replace, you know, I've got eight shows that got canceled for one friend. This is not going to replace the income from those eight shows, but it gives her an opportunity to have some income. And it gives us sitting at home the chance to experience that music, right? Music brings a lot of joy into our lives. And so having that and being able to just listen to those online concerts is great. Um, there's other, you know, other musicians, you know, famous musicians, right? I'm talking about local artists who a lot of people know, but if you're outside of Utah, you wouldn't know them likely. There's also really well-known artists doing similar things. Then there's all the great things that have started to come online. There are virtual tours of museums that are free online. There's live streams from the zoos. You know, Fiona the Hippo has her own live stream that you can watch and see what she's doing, but you can also see other things from the zoo. Um, just a lot of different ways, you know, a lot of uh, art that's been put online to view for free that would normally be behind a paywall. And there's also a lot of those resources for children right now. The um, Scholastic has opened up a huge array of their material that would normally be something only available either for pay or for, for teachers, and it's open to the public right now. So, you know, while I don't mandate spending hour after hour after hour behind a screen looking at all these things, they are a wonderful tool for keeping ourselves connected to the world where we're, when we're in these isolating times. So those are just a few things, a few tips. And, you know, I just want to end with this. I read a, a great little thing that someone had tweeted out the other day. Um, and I think it's a wonderful way to look at this, which is we've, in a sense, been given a bit of a gift right now. All of those things that we always say we don't have time for, have we have time now. And, you know, yeah, maybe what you don't have time for is traveling to, you know, Italy. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> We're not saying that. But all those things like, oh my gosh, one day I'll get this closet organized. Or, gosh, I really would love to paint. I used to paint. I haven't painted in so long. It would be so nice to do that. Or I wish I had time to plant my garden. Or I wish I had time to just sit and go through all these pictures that I have sitting here, right? All of those things, um, and oh, and the other thing, you know, gosh, I should call my, my mother, I should call my grandmother, I should call my friend. We have time to do those things right now. And if you put a little structure into your day, especially around things like work and dealing with whatever you need to for your children in their school and education, there's a lot of time that was just kind of dropped in our laps. So I encourage you to take advantage of that time use it, allow it to be a blessing and a gift for you. Um, I personally, a couple things I'm doing, I am planting my garden, hoping this rain will let up today so I can get the peas in the ground. I've got two years worth of scrapbooks that I'm catching up on. Um, I do have some organizing that I'm planning to do and I am planning to paint. I used to paint quite a bit and um, I've painted a couple paintings this year in 2020 because it's a uh, because it's a priority of mine to get back to painting. 
but I now have a lot of time to paint that I wouldn't have normally had. So use the time, allow it to be a gift to you, and allow it to really, allow not having time to no longer be an excuse for not doing the things that you want to do. So that's it for now. Hopefully by next week, things will have stabilized a little bit more. I know we'll all still be at home. Um, and so we may talk a little bit more about that or we may move on to a new topic. We'll just kind of a see. And if you are in Utah and were impacted by that uh, earthquake this morning, I hope that you and your home and your family are safe. Um, the only damage we had was a broken bottle of olive oil. So I'm very grateful for that. And uh, I hope everyone else is just as safe and well. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Some of the Answers. To learn more about Jen, Jamie, or Third Eye Family Solutions, log on to thirdeyefamilysolutions.com. That's third, T-H-I-R-D-I-E-Y-E, familysolutions.com. Some of the Answers podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, and Podbean. This podcast is the property of Third Eye Family Solutions, copyright 2020, and the music is owned fully by Gabe Schwartz. Join us next time for some of the answers.